Well, welcome to the Journey Together podcast with Joshua and Anna Gresham. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, jeez. You always have to make it awkward, don't you? No. It's only weird if you make it weird. That's one of my life's rules. Wow. If you're weird, then it's going to be weird. But if you don't make it weird, because we're in lots of weird situations. Right. Right? Let's say you don't know someone's name, but they know your name. Or you're in a situation where you're like, ah, oh, I know that person. The moment you get weird, then it gets weird, right? Sure. But if you're like, hey, we've, I know, I know you. Tell me your name. You just smile and be happy about things in life. Then it's not weird. I agree. I agree. I yeah. 100% agree with that. Yes. You hey. just need to be like, hey, I don't remember your name. <laughs> Would you sh tell me again your name? Thank you. Oh, my gosh. If you're a weirdo, things are going to be weird. Is that, is that what we're talking about today? Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> So let's get right on the topic right now that we are talking about marriage ingredients. Oh. What makes a good marriage? What makes a good marriage? Isn't that the question of uh, the century? Yes. Now, with the <laughs> metaphor of baking, you had a message a few weeks ago from our church about the donut and about how there's the hole in the donut. The donut, when you get a donut, you never think, oh, they're missing a hole in the middle of it. No, because you know how good that donut is. All that it is, you're like, oh, this is so good. You don't care about the whole missing. That's just a donut. Well, you probably need to recognize that in your marriage, it is a donut. There's a missing hole. There's always going to be missing parts. It's never going to be perfect. And that's that missing hole. And accepting the donut for what it is, what it, the excitement of the donut, the sugary goodness of the donut. Now I want a donut. We'll get donuts after this. Okay. How often do you look at your marriage and you are thinking what you're missing, right? right? If we think about ingredients of a good marriage, um, all right, during the holiday season, Joshua is a baker. One of our traditions, whenever we go through around Christmas time, through that point on Sunday evenings, you bake a cookie for the family or some type of a baked good. I involve the children as much as I possibly can. Yes, and it is amazing. Well... Uh, a few weeks ago, uh, during the holiday season, you were making a macaron. macaron, and it was a gingerbread macaron, and at the end of it, you recognized that you put in too many spices, rather than a fourth of a teaspoon. I put in a full teaspoon. Of all the spices. Of, and the spices were, as listed, cinnamon, ginger, allspice, and nutmeg. Some serious spice. Serious spice. And I was, uh, man, it was crazy. Well, and then you you were like, oh my gosh, Anna, I don't even know if I should bake these. And I was like, bake up. What if they're extra delicious? <laughs> so often we'll look at our marriage and you've got all of these things and all of the spices yeah. and all of the ingredients. And rather than giving it a go or working with what you've got, you just let it settle and you don't use what you have. So you chose to bake those cookies. I did, and they turned out amazing. And they were delicious. You made another. You did make another batch of like the the normal recipe, uh, but I I they were equally delicious in their own way. So I guess I I want to kind of throw this out there, and we're not trying to be silly, but people like food. Food and food analogies make me food. happy. Um, maybe what you have to work with is really good and you should get happy about it. Yes. You know, maybe your marriage ingredients of who you are and what you bring to the table 
and how God wants to use you with your spouse and with your kids, rather than looking at what you don't have or that you think you're too much or you're too little, just recognize, no, what God has given me is really good. Yeah. And he's the one that adds the increase. He's the one that puts it all together. And I really need to begin to enjoy, explore, yep, uh, get excited about who I am, about who we are, yep. and how God wants to use us together, use our family. Maybe you got a child or you got some children and you're like, they're all sorts of extra. You know, we actually prayed for interesting kids. That means we're going to have some interesting things to deal with with our interesting children. True. So rather than looking at, oh my gosh, this is what God's given me. No, 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 no. Look at what God has blessed you with and allow him to mold and shape and make and do something beautiful with who you are. God, he, he creates everything and he doesn't create a mess. Um, he works with us, and we are his masterpiece. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, what you said is, is really good because I think there's untapped potential to explore in each other, and that there is something new, um, and there's this all these things that are possible, and we'll get into some ruts where we don't want to explore the newness of who we are. It's just who we are, and I, I I'm so sad when I hear people who will say, "Well, this is just who I am." And you think, well, that's not really true. You're you're choosing to be that way. You have a choice to be uh, better. You have a choice to explore things, to have adventure. You have a choice. And one of my favorite, I love when people say, "Oh man, I, um, I don't, I can't believe you and Anna go hiking. I can't believe you guys go outdoors." And I think if you only did it with us, then you would actually know. When we get outside and we do things in our way of doing it, people who have gone with us will be like, oh, this is not what I thought. This is, oh, this is not what I thought. Is it hard? Sure. Sure. Yeah. But it's but, fun. Yeah. My dad forever would be like, oh, Josh, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to go hike or whatever. So then I took him uh, to hike Mount St. Helens. And the minute he hiked it, and when he was finished doing everything the whole week, he was like, that was awesome. Like, I want to go again. You're like, yeah. right. But we can find ourselves just kind of shut off. So I feel like that way with marriage with the ingredients that we have, exploring those things, exploring what God has for us, there are hidden treasures for us to dive into, to discover and find. And really, I mean, it can be awesome. Okay, we've been married 20 years this year. Yep. And I am not the same person I was 20 years ago. Nope. You are not the same person you were. Nope. Uh, and I attribute that to uh, life of course, changing and growing. But then also we made a decision that we want to grow. Right. We've made a decision that I don't want to be the same person that I was last year. And there's things I love about myself, but there are also things I want to grow and explore um, that God has for me. Not in a, not in a worldly way, okay? Right. We let's make sure we say that here. I'm not changing to conform to the patterns of this world. No, 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 no. I am allowing God to transform my life so that I continually grow and God is doing a, he's already done a complete work, but I am growing in Christ Jesus and he is perfecting me day by day. Yeah. That is what I'm talking about. We're not looking more like the world. We're looking more like Jesus and Jesus is fun. Right. Absolutely. And 
Yeah. Keep going. No, no, no. You go. Okay. I was going to say that God designed marriage to be a reflection of his image on this earth. I mean, he designed it in a way that it's, it's in, there is a perfection of what God has. And so as we continue to explore the greater um, side of marriage, when I say the greater, meaning I'm saying the positive side of marriage, you know, there's so much greater things involved in this. Then what happens is, is that we, you'll discover that it is important that each of us uh, are meeting the needs of each other equally the same. And with that in mind, uh, you'll, you'll notice that uh, there are so many wonderful needs that each one of us have. Companionship, we need that. We need the touch, the love, the words of affirmation, all of these things. And so To make out. To make out. My wife wants to dance all the time. Anna wants to... I want him to slow dance with me every week. And I don't think it's too much to ask for. It's one of my ingredients. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but honor, we need we need sex. We need these Whoa. things. We need these <laughs> things in marriage and it has to happen. We need to be pursuing after one another all the time. Physical so, touch. What about the people that are like, "Oh, I don't like to be touched." We hear that often. I think that there's a root of bitterness. There's a root. Oh, do you? Let's I go do. there. I do. I think that there is. I think in my in my times of meeting with individuals in marriage, there's a reason why that that's, the intimacy's not happening. And it's back to, uh, there's, a, there's a root of bitterness, resentment. There's something harboring there that just turns you off. Okay. And uh, you yeah. need to address it. What about words of affirmation and just that overall kindness? Because I'll talk to uh, women mostly, and they're, they're just like, oh my gosh, I, I'm just... I'm not thinking about it. And I'll say, okay, write some things down, put it in your phone. Be intentional. But yeah, be intentional. So then, and this even goes with, if you're a mom, with your children, this just goes across the board with people, okay? That it feels good to have an ingredient of kindness in your vocabulary um, and how you just love people. Yeah. But I have an issue that people will be kind to everybody else, and then that ingredient's not with their spouse, it's like you gave it all your kindness spice to everyone else, and then you're done when you get home, and you're nasty, make nasty pants with your with your spouse. I know you and give your best to everyone else, but yeah. not not your helpmate. Right. Yeah. All right. Do you want to read the scripture first, or do you want me to talk about these things? Because if we ask this question, we always like to pose a question: What ingredients do you need to put into your marriage, to your life? Um, if you're not married, you're listening and you think, all right, just in my relationships in general, I believe that this can go across the board to develop, uh, if you're married, a happy marriage that pleases God or to develop relationships that please God, to develop yourself as a parent that is pleasing to the Lord, as a daughter, as a son, as a coworker. All right. Um, what are these ingredients that, that you need and that you really just want to to see grow in your yeah. life. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, so let's read here in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. We'll start there. It says, And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the Savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands... 
This means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself and I love it right here, and no one hates his own body but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church, and we are members of his body. There's so much in there. One of the things to pay attention to with these scriptures that I, I really love is there is an action and then a result. So there's an action to what we're supposed to do, and then there's a result. Yeah. And I love it that you being submitted to one another, there's a result that in she will be holy and without fault. You're you're nurturing, you're cultivating, and when you're doing this, then they themselves are being, um, you know, they're absorbing, they're eating the fruit that you're producing, and and there's benefit to this. Are are you supporting nutritional benefit? Are you supporting your spouse? I mean, that's a key ingredient. That's Champion what we're them. hearing. This yep. yes. Um, are you choosing to understand and support one another? That you're their biggest fan. That's one of our main ingredients in our marriage and that we teach our children. Um, gosh, we're, we have three teenage boys right now, and we're constantly encouraging them to be each other's biggest fan because it just it doesn't come natural all the time with them. Uh, so even with Joshua and I, are you choosing to understand and support one another? I Meaning you actually care and that you're show, you have ways that you show them support. Yeah, I mean, some of these ingredients that we're going to discuss here in a second, I mean, as I mentioned, men need companionship, they need honor, they need sex. There's things in there. Women also need leadership. Yeah. They need a clear leader in their life, and that's really important. And I feel like uh, many men will kind of sit on the back burner and just allow the wives to kind of dictate the house. And not that wives don't have the power and the ability to say, hey, I want this or I need this, let's do this. That's totally fine. But men will tend to just kind of sit back and... Whatever you want. Yeah. Did you like that? I did. It was, it was a great accent. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> it's important that we, you know, as leaders, men, yeah. that we step up and take that leadership role. Because with comes leadership or what comes with leadership is security. Security is so important. It's a value within the the marriage relationship that is massive, massive. And that's a, you need to ask yourself as the husband, um, are you providing leadership as to your spouse, to your family, um, how Christ loves the church? Are you the spiritual head and leader in your home? Are you spearheading you guys going to church? Are you spearheading you guys getting in and being involved in your local church and ministering to the Lord together? Are you spearheading you all coming together in agreement and prayer? And are you spearheading believing God over your tithes and your offerings? These yeah, are, if you're struggling in an area in your marriage, let's say it is finances, then it's, hey, you two sit down and you begin to discuss where are we biblically speaking? Are we doing what the word of God says? Yeah. No. Well, then you can succumb, you're succumbing to 
the the world. Right. Yeah. And so you have to step You're missing back and, an ingredient. You're missing an yeah. ingredient. So you have to discuss that and go for it. Now, some of you are sitting here and you're going, man, you know, Josh, you have no idea. My, my spouse, oh, you know, he doesn't have leadership ability. He is this or he is that or she is this. Okay. My advice to you with love, with prayer, but with love, with peace, go to them and say, hey, I need to know what you're dreaming about. I need to know what you you have as a vision for our marriage. What is that vision? What do you want to have out of this? And then to begin to discuss and dream with them to say, okay, I hear that. If they say things like, oh, I don't know, because they're just kind of hard or stubborn, continue to ask them regularly, I need to hear what you want out of marriage. What are you wanting out of this marriage? What are you wanting? What are you needing? Begin to talk this way, ask them these questions, and then you'll have a, a firmer grasp on the bigger picture of, and you're, and you're encouraging them to spearhead the leadership do you feel like it's like stoking the fire? Yes. You're stoking that fire to, and if you ask your spouse that, ladies, give him the opportunity to answer. Yes. Don't ask him that Don't question. <laughs> and then, because and, I I've, I fall victim to this. If jo- Joshua takes a minute to process questions like that for me, and I'll jump in and just fill in the words for him, which is unfair. And it's not even anything he would ever say typically. <laughs> It's true. Yes. So you've got to be patient to, maybe it takes a day or two, be patient to let them process and walk through it. Yeah. And, and then don't make fun of them for what they bring back to you. Oh my gosh. Because, you will kill it quick. Yeah. Because this, a part of also that set of scripture for me is you have a husband and a wife that have made a decision to go all out in their love for one another. Yeah. Not in the getting, but in the giving, right? Yeah. What can I give to you? If you have two people giving into one another, then um, that's that's huge. I mean, that's beautiful. It's everything. Yes. I also like in that set of scripture that it, his words evoke her beauty. Um, it really brings the best out whenever you choose to bring the best out. Mm-hmm. That is a part of the ingredients. And, you know, I've got, we've got four kids. I have gone, I gained 87 pounds our first pregnancy, 70 something our second. Then I went all out again the third and decided to gain even more than the first, like, I don't know, like 89 pounds. And then, then with Carly, I, I, I don't know if it was different, but I just didn't feel great. So it was like 35. I thought I was a supermodel only gaining 35 pounds pregnant, by the way. But one thing I appreciate about you is you evoked my beauty when I felt just crazy and didn't feel myself. And I remember after I had Cademan and I realized I didn't give birth to an 87 pound baby. (laughs) 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 And you were like, this is exactly what he said. He said, baby, I like big girls. And it made me feel so good. (laughs) <laughs> because, you know, I, I was... But I wasn't lying. No. Meaning I love you. No, I know. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. And it and it was beautiful. And it made me feel beautiful. Uh, and I appreciate that when we walk through seasons in life with our spouse in, in 
in all of it, that it can all be beautiful yeah. if we choose to have a perspective um, of beauty. Right. That it's a, that's a main ingredient. Have you ever eaten something that didn't look great, um, but it tasted amazing? You know, sometimes we try to put expectations on comparison with what everyone else looks like, with what everyone else is doing, with what everyone else has, when it kills the beauty of who you are and you're just, you're equally as beautiful and equally as amazing and equally as, you know, there's, I don't even know if there's an equal, I hate to even compare that. Right. But I feel like that we'll often do that. Yeah. And, uh, and that steals from the joy of what God's doing in you. Yeah. Let's squeeze out more of this metaphor of the ingredients and cooking and all these kind of things. Think about the fact that if one of you, you're the one bringing the most to the table, then what's happening with you bringing the most to the table, you're leaving out a ton of ingredients. Uh, when you put things into the bat, into the, you know, the, the mixing bowl of all the ingredients. You're bringing more flavor to it, more excitement, more everything. So if you, so there's two different perspectives on this. So let's say you're the one putting all the ingredients into it and the other one's not, then what you need to do is you need to bring those ingredients out of that person. You need to be praying. You need to be uh, talking with them. You need to be um, encouraging them to bring those ingredients to the table. By encouraging them, you're giving them security that they can. You're, you're bringing those words of affirmation, all those different wonderful parts that you get to bring to it, asking them to bring that out of them and championing them to... Uh, to um, celebrate that person, and then they begin to open up more. Now, the other perspective of this is that maybe you're the one that you're not, you're not bringing the ingredients to the table because you've gotten hurt, you've gotten whatever, and you've just decided to shut down. You're burned. Yeah, you're burned. Ew. So you're like, why would I do this? Because every time I open myself up, that person just doesn't appreciate me. Don't stop. Because at the end of it all, you want to say, I gave my 110%. I'm the one who's... I brought it, and I did everything I could. You're and doing I'm, it unto the Lord at right, that point. Yes, absolutely. That is a by faith. That is a by faith, <clears throat> loving your spouse unto the Lord. Yep. And and really drawing from His love and His patience, from um, just how much He loves you. You're gonna have to be in the Word if that's you. You're gonna have to get your hind in in the Word of God and study out the Word and really. Just make sure, which we should be doing anyway, but have that secure foundation of I am daily casting cares, committing this to God, and choosing to love my spouse as Christ loves me. Um, and Lord, I'm just going to believe you. Yeah, it's a point of it's a point of believing God. Right. So that's where ingredients are so wonderful. You have no idea what could be placed on the ordinary. Um, and give you some stories. I, you know, uh, you, everyone knows butter makes everything taste better. Yes. <laughs> and so does salt, so does sugar, you know. So uh, years ago, I was at a pizza place and this, this guy behind the counter, he's making the pizza in front of me. He's like, hey, uh, do you want oregano on here? And I was like, typically I don't ever think I've put oregano on pizza. Yeah. And he put oregano on it. And then he said, hey, do you want cracked salt? And I was like, like salt? He said, yeah, and he held up this big, you know, crack type of thing where big chunks of salt would come out. I was like, sure, why not? Let's try it out. He put salt, 
He put oregano on top of it. I sat down. It was one of the best pizzas that I've ever had. And I love pizza. Pizza's pizza, right? But there was something about it. And so now, every single time we order pizza, I have cracked salt and I have oregano at the table with me where I put that on top of my pizza. And I have, I have actually introduced this to other friends of mine. And they're like, wow, this actually really is good. And I go, I know, it's crazy, right? Who would have thought? Ordinary spices, ordinary things, but now placed in an environment that's different than it's not usual, it just makes everything better. So that's what I'm saying is sometimes you have to change your environment. You have to get out. You have to explore new adventures, new things. You have to uh, stretch yourself. And then try those, what was down inside of you that's new, that you've never thought was there, was there, you begin to uh, have a newness about it. So I hate when I hear things like, oh, you guys, get ready when you're empty nesters. You have to rediscover who you are. And I'm like, oh, I pray that's not the case. Now, I've actually heard other couples who will say that that was not the case for us. We did not experience that because we did what we needed to do in the beginning, where we constantly fed each other, we, we nourished one another. So I know that there's hope. There's not this bleak idea of like, you're gonna be someday an empty nester and you have to rediscover yourselves. That's not, I don't believe that's the case for everyone. So what's the oregano and cracked sea salt in our marriage that you would say? Ordinary <laughs> spices that we're adding into our marriage to help um, bring the flavor. I think you and I, well, last year, a good example was I got into road cycling and I loved it because I had always wanted a, 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 a cycle. So I thought, oh, you know, I want to do this. So I tried it. So then the year before I tried it. So then it was like, hey, I want you to get into it with me. And you actually enjoyed it. We love exercise. So exercise would be the pizza. And then to try different ingredients. Something new. Something we new. We enjoyed cycling. And you're yes. like, I really enjoyed this. I did this. like it. Yep. Right. I did bust it in our driveway twice. Yes, it was And hilarious. we got once on video. But I was okay. Right. Yeah. The next thing, like this season, I've, I've ran two 5Ks. So then there's that part of me that's kind of like, hey, we like exercise. There's the pizza. Let's try something different. Let's run. So I would like for us to explore that side of it as well, something new where yeah. you're running, doing a marathon together, you know, Ew. those kind of things. We can do it. We ran yesterday a 5K. We did. And and you successfully ran it. I successfully ran. We can do these things. I think some other things too um, outside of exercise, but I, I like that example because it's what you're passionate at and you're like, oh my right. gosh, please stop telling me to go run a 5K. I'm never going to do it. Okay. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. That's between you. Right. and your spouse. But maybe it's a simple ingredient as you all having a date night each week. All right? Make it happen. Right. That you're on your couch whenever Joshua and I, the kids were little, you got some littles. We recognized, one, we didn't have the money to hire a babysitter for four kids all the time. And then it was challenging to just leave. So we'd put the kids to bed, we would make caramel popcorn, get a movie, and we'd have an at-home date night and just make it super special. You, There are things you can do that bring the ingredients to you that just spices up what, what you already have, you right. know? Um, when it comes to intimacy, ladies, if you have lingerie that's 20 years old, throw it away, you know, get something new. Find something new that makes you feel good about yourself. 
there are things that are ordinary things that we don't want to take for granted that could help. Right. Yeah. It, it take the, like we were saying, the pizza is the foundation. You're used to it. You know it. The marriage foundation, but there's ingredients to throw in there that changes it. And it could be based upon your hobbies, your likes, whatever. Pickleball's a big it's a sport big thing. right now. Sure. But if you're not athletic. That's true. Then our oh. wor- our worship pastor yes. at our church and our connections pastor, husband and wife, Stephen and Katie, they just did something uh, a few weeks ago, which was just awesome. When I heard that they were doing this, I was like, that's fantastic. They went and got a puzzle, 300-piece puzzle. Yes. They went to Starbucks during the day, and they decided they were going to sit there and drink coffee and talk and put a puzzle together. I call that oregano. That Yeah, that's I mean, something that's, really fun. And they had never done it before. They saw another couple do it, and they are like, oh, let's try it. Uh, so this is where you get in, and you're just trying new things that bring you closer together. It might be a win. It might be a fail. Celebrate it either way, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and don't make the other person feel bad if it, if it wasn't a win. That's where you're in it together. Right. Yeah, you're, you are trying to grow together, not grow apart. So you're you're each other's biggest fan. You have to make it happen. Okay, list these ingredients. Okay. All right, and then these we'll are wrap some things up. that we, we have uh, talked about that I think will help. This will help you kind of get on that track of you working through what your ingredients might need to be. Yeah. First one, ask questions. You're gonna have to talk to one another. Actually, ask each other questions and find out your likes, your dislikes, what you want to do, where you want to go, how you, you know how you want to do it, whatever this might look like. Ask. Ask. Don't be afraid. All right. Next, this goes with it. Don't pretend to be an expert. Don't be a know-it-all. No one likes to know it all. Oh my gosh. Yeah, well, you don't know. Well, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you have a good argument. You don't know. You don't know. But it's true, don't be it's an expert. It's true, don't be an expert. Request help from the experts. Reach out. There yeah. are all sorts of avenues to find help. If you're like, I'm not creative, this is challenging for me, reach out. We hope and we pray. You know, the Holy Spirit is smarter than we are, and he guides us in all truth. He shows us things to come. God's cheering your marriage on. Ask God for help, okay? Right. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. But then also there are so many wonderful marriage experts that have creative ideas and things that you can do and fun things. Uh, and it's worth reaching out and asking for help. Don't be a lonely island. I'm not an expert, but I'm going to claim to be an expert for just one second. I want to elevate the puzzle date idea. Like, how funny would it be? Like, this is where having an expert come in to give you some thoughts. So what if you did a, uh, a take your iPhone and do a half nude shot of yourself not a full nude but something what kind of like it's getting like, crazy like risque take a photo of yourself <laughs> and then send it to one of those puzzle companies where they'll actually make that into a puzzle you don't know what it is but you're sitting there with your spouse and you're putting this puzzle together in the coffee shop yes it would be wow. hilarious it would be so funny game on <laughs> that's that's next level where you go, man, you're spicing it up. Don't be a full nudie puzzle. No, right, no, can't be full <laughs> nudie. I'm talking about just kind of, something kind of funny, you know, like where you're like, ooh, that would be amazing. As they start putting it together, they're like, oh my gosh, that would be huge. And that that's goes funny. back to experts, taking it to another level that maybe you didn't think about. That would be helpful. All right, go to the next one. All right, 
Sometimes you make mistakes. Yes. When it comes to putting things together, you know, you made a mistake in adding too many spices, but it worked out. This is where God's grace and mercy comes in. God's mercy, they're new every day because we need his mercy. Mercy is undeserved forgiveness. All right? It's not anything you did on your own. It's just how much God loves you. His grace is his action plan for our lives. We need new mercies every day. The Lord knew it. That means we extend that same mercy to our spouse. Mistakes happen. It's life. Mm-hmm. We're not perfect. No. Also, if you're the one that made the mistake or you bombed or something failed, receive God's mercy for you. Stop beating yourself up. Stop it. This even goes, I feel like I need to say it with parenting. Some of you, you're beating yourself up so much as a parent that it's affecting your marriage and nobody's having fun. Right. Receive God's mercy today. Walk in his grace. He fills in all the gaps. He helps us to live in that complete, he's given you everything you need to walk completely in him, in your marriage, as a parent, in your relationships. Yep. And then the last ingredient, number one, most important ingredient. Yeah, Yeah, this is it, guys. Have fun. Have fun. Don't give up. Create fun. And then I put in here, it's your choice. It's your choice if you want to enjoy life and have fun and celebrate life. God tells us to celebrate Jesus every day, to celebrate life every day. Yep. So it is, you can, anything can be fun. I... We, we like to have fun, and I, I just like to have fun everywhere I go. If I'm not having fun, and Josh knows, and he immediately thinks something's wrong with me, and then he'll <laughs> ask me about it. So, you know, because I feel like we've both made this a main ingredient in our lives. Right, yeah. That we want to enjoy life. I've actually determined for 2024 that this year I'm going to have the most enjoyment that I've ever had in life with the Lord, with my, with you. I was gonna say with my husband, (laughs) but you're right there. With our children, with our church, I'm gonna have the most enjoyment. Does that mean it's gonna be perfect? No. Nope. Does that mean we're gonna mess up? Yes. Does that mean that it might, it's gonna be hard at times? Yeah, but I'm gonna count it all joy. I've just made a determination that it's my choice because I felt like that I've had moments in the last couple of years that it, that I, I just wish I would have had more fun right in the middle of it. Yeah, I want to be intentional. Be intentional. All right. Hey, I really liked this podcast. Yeah, me too. And I really encourage you guys to get out there, spice up your life. Yeah, I just quoted. Wow. Wow. No. (laughs) I just quoted Spice Girls. Don't do it. Spice up your life. No, no. I knew you were going to sing it. All right. Anyway. Hey, and we promise if we see you out at a coffee shop and you're putting a puzzle together, we we won't won't come look at it. We won't look. We don't want to see it. Nobody does. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Your spouse does. Your spouse does. We love you guys. Yes. Holy Spirit's going to help you with this. You're not alone. You're awesome. And uh, hey, I really love you too. I love you. (laughs) All right. See you guys next time. Bye.